Wouldn't it be great to meet your duplicate from another Earth and just chat? You could compare notes. What did you get for your birthday last year? Do you have a crush on the same person I do? Have you had that big test yet? And can you share the answers? Well, what if you can meet lots of duplicates from lots of Earths and compare notes with them? Is that how I sound when I laugh? Is that what the back of my head looks like? Do I really talk like that? Does my eye twitch like that before I sneeze? Stop cracking your knuckles. Stop scratching yourself. Who farted? Stop scratching yourself. Is that what the back of my head looks like? Maybe not. This is exactly what happens in the new book, Me vs. the Multiverse, by S.G. Wilson. Look for it wherever you get your books, especially independent bookstores. More information on sgwilson.net or multiversethisweek.com. This Week in the Multiverse. I like it's dark and creepy at this black lagoon and everything, but man, you really think there'd be something? What? What? What is this? It's me, honey. Let go. Oh, uh, man, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm supposed to be Matthew here, but but he's late. Hey, hey I'm out of the water now. Hey, aren't you Matthew's friend, Jamie? How did you end up here? Uh, I'm supposed to be Matthew here. But I guess he's late. How about you? Uh, Oh, no, I'm, I'm S.G. Wilson. I'm a friend of his. I, it's weird that we run into each other like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, he never told me you had scales. Yeah, that's kind of a long story. First up, though, I know you're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Probably right now. The Last Cast podcast, probably right now. And I'm also doing one. I don't know if this breaks any rules that we're doing like two podcasts simultaneously. Is there like an FCC regulation <laughs> or anything? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, go for it. Okay, well... I should do my intro. Okay. So, welcome to This Week in the Multiverse. That's the podcast about parallel Earths. You know, places like Earth-78, where the world font war rages on between the forces of Helvetica and the insurgents under the banner of Comic Sans. Or Earth-154, where the Billboard 100 dictates what the American national anthem is. So, last week it was I Like It by Cardi B, but this week's it's I Love It by Kanye West and Lil Pump. Well, and with that scary notion, we come to this episode, which kicks off our special Halloween, Halloween in the Multiverse season. And what better place to start than here on creepy Earth-64? This place is whack. I mean, don't you agree? Yeah. I, I don't mean, know how you wound it up here. I, yeah, you know, Matthew always sends me maps, and a lot of times they're wrong, but, you know, mm. I just sort of make the best of it. But yeah. uh, The thing was, with me, I was on Earth-456. Oh, okay. It's this post-apocalyptic world where everything's, like, underwater because of, you know global warming and such. Oh, wow. Yes. The only way I could survive was by eating some gillyweed that I got on Earth-56, <laughs> the, the magic world. Wow. Yeah. I was chased out of that Earth, the Earth-456, that is, by some cyborgs, and I escaped to here. But I've been kind of been stuck as a fish man ever since, because I sort of OD'd on the gillyweed. Wow. Um, I know. And by the way, I've been talking to these fish. For all you grammarians out there, um, fish prefer to be called fish and not fishes. Wow. Um, they don't like this whole, like... Uh, change that people have been doing in grammar oh, okay. for fish. No, that was the first thing I asked them because that's always been a big thing with me. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I gotta say, you seem a little nervous. Is, is that I a am, fish thing? Yeah, it's just it's me. Uh, I'm being chased. Oh, 
uh, right now. I, which I'm, I'm, I should be used to it at this point. What's going on? Is, this, right is this something in the water? Is that what led you to me? No, well, I, I'm not, not, it's not you, it's them. Oh, wow. They've been after me in this boat. It looks like something out of the monsters. This thing's, look at that thing. Holy bat, crap, it looks like a big haunted fan boat. Come on, everyone. I see our quarry. Oh, my God. Wolfman, stop scratching yourself and steer. Ah, hello, my fellow fish hunter. I am Nikau, and these are my fishing buddies, Wolfman. I'm Frankenstein. Wait a second. Is he Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster? I think that, yeah, I read that. It's been a while, but I seem to remember that he didn't really have a name, did he? It's a funny story. He was legally adopted and took the last name of Frankenstein. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I'm here. I'm looking for what fish that you have, that man fish that we are here to catch. We are sporting monsters. Look, I've been trying to explain. I'm not really a fish. I just momentarily... Fish-like right now. Not momentarily. We've been chasing you all across the multiverse. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, exactly, if I may, you know, I, I did catch Steve Fair and Square, and you know, we're you know, we're kind of friends now. If so I'm going to be prey, I'd rather be his prey. We've I been guess. fishing for him here, my good friend Frankenstein. He has <laughs> lost his toes. We're <laughs> using them as bait to catch this fish, man. Is that what those were on the hook? I thought there was like hot dog weenies. There was his toes? This was a great sacrifice. Oh. man, he sacrificed much as well. We've been using his hair as, as flies. We've been tying his tufts of hair to make little streamers to go through the water to make the vision bite. You know, I have to admit, I saw those two and those were kind of uh, a little more intriguing delicious. to me. I was... Please, give me the... Give me the fish, man. Yeah, there's. You it's, guys have sportsmanship on among monsters, right? It's a little fuzzy, but uh, ah. I mean, if you explain them to me, perhaps. Well, well, I'm not, I don't fish myself, obviously. But. Well, you know, it's you know, it's pretty much like the the, the guy who catches the fish. He kind of decides, you know, am I going to throw this fish back? Well, am I going to keep this fish? To us. We'll, uh, we will appreciate you. I, you know, I get the feeling it's Steve's going to meet a bad end if I give him to you. I, I think I'm going to hang on to Steve. Well, that's because we are monsters. Yeah, pretty much. Well, listen, you are, you know, that's a good point. You are monsters. I, I've never heard of you guys fishing before. I, we, there are legends of you guys, and it's great to meet you in honor. Oh, it's good to meet you yeah. as well. You're a very nice fish. <sighs> yeah, how, yeah, how long have you been fishing? This is our first time. You are our first attempt. <coughs> we are trying oh. to catch you as a regional thing. Let me tell you a I'm, little about I'm honored. it. Monsters, you know, Frankenstein, Wolfman, and a few other bros. When we get together, we look quite a fright, but we just want to hang like any creature of the night. We don't go in for parties, we don't like to mash, but that's not to say we don't know how to make a splash. We're taking up a hobby that fulfills our need to kill, but our new set of victims are the kind that come with gills. 
monster fishing expedition for monsters on a mission. It is our fervent wish to catch all the fish on this monster fishing expedition. When I cast my first line, you could say I was hooked. It felt like banging a neck in some shadowy nook. The others didn't get it, they went a little cuckoo. Wolfman stood to pee and tipped over the canoe. The mummy got his wrapping so very dripping wet, whilst the blob was carried off and formed his own eyelid. Igor wound up tangled in the fishing line, mistaken as lie made by clever Frankenstein. <laughs> Monster fishing admonition, I'll make this one admission. A little water is fine, as long as it's not the holy kind on this monster fishing expedition. Once we gathered our wits and got back in our boat, things were looking up for this pack of undead goats. Igor caught the bass so lovely and pure, not with his rod, but on my hook as with a lure. Frankenstein snagged the captive just by wiggling his toes. They'd fallen off his feet once they decomposed. We had the best time, despite a little mud. I've passed on the fish fry since I prefer blood. Monster fishing grand magicians, we made several acquisitions. Master casters are we, let's go fish the dead sea on this monster fishing expedition. Well, thanks, Dracula. That was really something. Um, this is a good time as any to introduce the story portion of our podcast, because it may also buy me a little time. Um, in honor of Halloween, we're putting aside our usual Sue and Alex story to bring you something a little different. And maybe, Dracula, in honor of meeting you, we happen to have a story that you may like. Um, it's the worst vampire story we could find across the multiverse. Um, it's called The Vampire's Eternal Kiss. The Vampire's Eternal Kiss, a.k.a. The Worst Vampire Story Ever Written, by S.G. Wilson of Earth-84. The moon was like a silver dagger gleaming in the moonlight, the darkness like a devil's claw, seductive, fragile. Cranston emerged from the tangle of vines onto the ground of the moss-covered ancient manor, his immortal heart exploding in his pale chest. He paused for a moment to catch his breath. One was not late for a meeting of the Council of the Eternally Lost, but neither did one arrive for a meeting of the Council of the Eternally Lost, short of breath and sweating blood. Imagine him, the highly respected assistant treasurer of the Council of the Eternally Lost, forced to run to make a meeting. But no matter his immense wealth and influence, his reputation, his special powers, he knew better than to be late. Members of the Council of the Eternally Lost knew better than any creature of this world that time was of the essence. The essence of everything. Cranston would have arrived much sooner, had his motorcycle not broken down just outside the mossy gates of New Orleans. Silly modern humans and their newfangled technology, he thought. Still, he looked dashing on it. A perfect complement to his outfit of black boots, black leather pants, and tailored white shirt of Egyptian cloth with a jaunty blood-red silk ascot and matching cufflinks. Plus, the beloved leather riding gloves, with which he came in a magnificent tenth place of the 1931 Monaco Grand Prix. 
But then, as now, he flew through the wind on the sleek metal, his long hair flowing handsomely, white like the streak of a dagger striking its victim. And then the motorcycle broke down. Or maybe it just ran out of fuel. Where was a station of gasoline when you needed one? Cranston made a mental note to murder the motorcycle dealer who sold him the contraption. His kind had excellent memories. Cranston collected himself and headed for the manor. He glided along the grass like an infernal amulet over the finest silk, thinking about how good it would be to see his fellow brothers and sisters of the damned. There was Von Dundrick, a young officer in Napoleon's army was he, once. But that boy died so long ago, while the man, the thing that became so much more than a man, lived on. Cranston realized he hadn't seen Von Dunkirk since the period the humans called the Great Depression. He never knew why they called it that. He'd had an absolute blast. Then there was Justinian, with whom he went all the way back to the Revolution. French, of course. Or had it been American? Mexican, perhaps? Had Belgium ever had a revolution? If so, definitely that one. Either way, those were the days. Unfortunately, Justinian still hadn't forgiven Cranston for turning his sister into a fellow creature of the night. Cranston didn't see that as such an issue. He'd only changed her because he needed a last-minute birthday present for Justinian. They'd all been done with the best of intentions, like everything Cranston did. Honestly, if Cranston had one gripe about his kind, it was that they were all so touchy about the way they'd been transformed. What was the big deal about receiving an eternity of pleasure and torment through the eternal kiss of a forever lonely one? He'd never given the matter a second thought since that first meeting with Sophia. A chill ran down his pale spine just thinking of the day she had turned him. He, a handsome, young, carefree rake of merry old England with a zest for life, an insatiable curiosity and a keen desire to never die. Sophia had told him every time he tried to visit her in the ensuing centuries that his transformation had been an accident, that she hadn't meant to impart on him the gift that kept on giving and taking in equal infernal measure. She claimed she'd actually only bitten Cranston for a light snack before dinner. Such the kidder, that Sophia. Lost in his reverie, Cranston continued up the yard this way, walking slowly like the trickle of blood from the punctured neck of a victim when he saw a bat hanging from a tree. Hello, brother, he chuckled. Of course, the bat was not his brother. Cranston could not turn into a flying mammal any more than he could change into a cloud of mist or a violent wolf. He scoffed at the very thought of it. Crosses, yes, they could hurt him. Holy water, certainly. But sleeping in a coffin... Not unless it was lined with designer linens, he quipped to himself. Stakes through the heart. That I'd sooner avoid finding out, he thought, chuckling. He'd have to share that joke with the others. He was such a wit. He was also so much more than that. Oh, so much more. He was a vampire. Cranston had no time to muse further. Voices called in the distance. Cranston, help me, Cranston! He heard them not through his ear, adorned as it was with a blood-red ruby earring, but in his mind, he knew the voices to be those of Von Dundrick, Justinian, Sophia, and the other members of the Council of the Eternally Lost. They stopped as suddenly as they began, silence like a blood-red candle put out after a witch's rite is over. 
with his preternaturally powerful muscles. Cranston bounded to the manor more quickly than any human being ever could. It was only then, as he raced so blindingly fast, that he realized how strange the summons of the Council of the Eternally Lost had been. His kind usually kept to themselves. The Council of the Eternally Lost only met a few times each century, and only then to ensure that the newer vampires kept in line, that they play by the rules, and dressed as vampires should. Designer clothing, preferably custom-made by a tailor who worked late hours. In fact, their last meeting had only been a few decades ago, in the 1950s mostly for administrative purposes and to put a ban on vampires wearing jeans and tank tops like the humans. Vampire ruling XXVII. Cranston reached the door and heard the dying moans of the already dead. Could it be that a young Turk had gathered other younger vampires and rebelled against their old and crusty sires, calling this meeting of the Council of the Eternally Lost only for the purpose of killing them all? Cranston decided against finding out. He turned his back on the door and walked very quickly back into the wood. He then began to jog and then to run very, very fast. After tripping over a wood log, he picked himself up and then continued on his way. Truth be told, he didn't need this aggravation. Didn't need it at all. The end. Okay. Oh, that was a wonderful story. I it's about my people. Any Dracula story is wonderful. I'm glad you liked it. Maybe you don't really see me as praying, or maybe well, you're ready to let me go. Well, I have Since we're all kind of. I believe that uh, perhaps we can come to an understanding where uh, oh, we yeah. can decide uh, who. Who is more deserving? We can have a fishing deserving contest. Deserving of me. Yes, more deserving of sportsman growth. So, a fishing mm. contest in, this, in, the, in the lagoon here? Oh, yes. Ah. Whoever catches the first fish gets to keep fish Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah. Um, listen, hold on. Let me talk to Jamie for a minute. Can we just go inside? Yeah, 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 I have preternatural healing. Hearing you, you will have to be very quiet. Okay. Uh, okay. So I can still like, hear you. I'll, I'll move okay. a little bit farther away. I'll okay. cover my ears. Maybe Wolfman could start howling or something. Frankenstein, you can maybe dance around and roar. Put my long uh, like uh, fingernails in my ears. It's there. They do keep growing when you're dead. Oh, oh that's, that's creepy. Good yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. You're good at fishing, right? I mean, you're on the spot. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think I've gotten better. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I don't know how the episode's edited. I feel like you catch more than that. I don't know if you guys know about that. That's not really true. Wow. I mean, I think I think I could do this. I think I, I, think I got this. Okay, because he's new to fishing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think I I don't even think they're vampires supposed to be on running water. Oh, no, I think I can outfish so, this guy. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm counting on you. All right. To the terms of the contest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I have no say in the matter, apparently. So, it's, go ahead. Uh, that's the way of sportsmanship. Okay. Yeah. So, so, just to get everything straight, so the first person to catch something from this haunted lagoon gets to take Steve. That's right. Yes, and whatever else you catch, for sure. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, 
Why don't you get some taco out of uh, this taco box right here, Jamie? Oh, okay. That's an actually offer. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> it is the blob. Oh, the cheese. The blob is a friend of ours. He likes to hide in the little boxes like this. Oh, and then jump out his carry. Oh, God. We should have seen that coming. The blob was in that song he did. Oh. The wolfman is scared every time, aren't you? Yeah, who keeps knocking this reel out of my hand? I'm just trying to put the... <laughs> that is our friend, the Invisible Man. Oh, great. <laughs> That's extra creepy that he's invisible and he's got that voice. It's, uh, he's a very refined devil. What, are, what other kind of fish are in here that we can expect to catch? Nixie's hippocampus... I mean, what is it? Well, it's a hunter lagoon. Uh, there, okay. there could be okay. anything in here, particularly the dead. What? Wait, wait a minute. We're fishing for undead fish? Yes, they are well, or haunted, or perhaps uh, vaporous. Those were like ghost fish? Oh, they are fish moving man. fast because they are angry from being killed by men like you. And men like me, though. You know, yeah, well, they were... That's kind of one of the big things they were talking about. They were pretty upset about the way they've been treated. So these are, I guess, pretty vengeful creatures in the water right now. They they look into my eyes. Fish, look into my eyes. Feel my power and my will. Now, attack! Oh, oh, hey, come on! Ah! No! You were just friends a minute ago. It's like a ghost salmon. It's a salmon with my wheel with my power. Wait, wait, I'm part fish. Maybe I have some sway here. Oh, big fella, it's okay, it's okay. We're not going to hurt you. It's okay, right. Just go back in the water. That's good, that's good. Wow, that was really sad. I feel like Aquaman. Yeah, man, great job. Uh, uh, we still have to claim the prize catch. Uh, I caught the fish. Well, you just summoned him with the hypnosis. That You didn't use a rod and reel. That's what this is all about. I used the power of my mind. That's not fishing. I think sportsmanship says you got to use the rod and reel. Yeah, we know? agreed upon equipment, Dracula. Come on. Well, perhaps uh, instead of my mind, I use this dynamite instead. Is that uh, also oh. sporty? Yeah. <laughs> Who's What's that over there? It's our worst nightmare. They're loud. Wielding villagers. Long suckers. Wolfman, Frankenstein, pull yourself together. Invisible man. I hope you're around somewhere. We're getting closer and closer. They're still coming for us. Oh, transform. I'm turning myself into a bat. Wings don't fail me now. They get out. They get to get out of here. We're stuck, and they're still coming for us. I guess because I'm I look like a monster. Maybe I should get in the water or something. I, I, right. The thing is, I think my gills went away. I don't think I can get back in the water. Okay, wait, wait. All right. So the ghost fish hate fishermen, right? Yeah. Well, that's a lot of fishermen coming at us. Oh yeah. Great idea. Okay. Fish. Do any of these people rushing towards you look familiar? That's it. Yes. Oh. They, they caught... They were the people who caught you. Yeah. No, not us. Them. Yeah. 
Wait, I think it's working. Hey, you're all fine. Awesome. Hey, let's get out of here. Exactly. Hey, can I get a lift? Um, I think I'm done with swimming for a while. that for this first episode of Halloween in the Multiverse. We have more episodes lined up for this very special Halloween month, so stay tuned. This episode was written, produced, and edited by S.G. Wilson and Matthew Bay. Matthew also played the count in both the talking and singing portions of the show. I wish I could thank like a live person who did the jazz flute for that number, but I'm afraid it was simply one of various loops. Uh, thanks, though, as well, to Jamie Manis as our special guest, playing himself, or at least the side of himself we see on the Last Cast podcast, the podcast he does with Matthew. And additional thanks to Oliver Mays as the Wolfman and Wilson Mays as Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. Anyway, feel free to check out our site, multiversethisweek.com, for more stories and other extras, including the vampire story you heard on this episode. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr, too. And who knows, soon you may even be able to find Monster Fishing Expedition on YouTube and SoundCloud. Anyway, do you yourself happen to live on a creepy monster earth? Let us know about it or any other earth you're familiar with at multiversethisweek at gmail.com or at ghostsalmon at multiversethisweek.com. Otherwise, see you next week. This is S.G. Wilson reminding you to go out there and have fun in the multiverse. And don't forget to make friends with fish, or fishes if you prefer. They're both acceptable according to the dictionary. Thank you.